O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 28 on page 373. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my strength. Think no scorn of me, lest if thou make as though thou hearest not, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my humble petitions when I cry unto thee, when I hold up my hands toward the mercy seat of the holy temple. O pluck me not away, neither destroy me with the ungodly and wicked doers, which speak friendly to their neighbors, but imagine mischief in their hearts. Reward them according to their deeds, and according to the wickedness of their own inventions. Recompense them after the work of their hands. Pay them that they have deserved. For they regard not in their mind the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. Therefore shall he break them down, and not build them up. Praise be the Lord, for he hath heard the voice of my humble petitions. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart has trusted in him, and, am, and I am helped. Therefore my heart danceth for joy, and in my song will I praise him. The Lord is my strength, and he is the wholesome defense of his anointed. O save thy people, and give thy blessing unto thine inheritance. Feed them, and set them up forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the nineteenth chapter of the second book of Kings. And so it was when King Hezekiah heard it, that he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. Then he sent Elikim, who was over the household, Shebna the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, 
to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amoz. And they said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble, and rebuke, and blasphemy, for the children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. It may be that the Lord your God will hear all the words of the Rebshakah, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to reproach the living God, and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah, and Isaiah said to them, Thus you shall say to your master, Thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid of the words which you have heard, which with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Surely I will send a spirit upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. Then the Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he had heard that he had departed from Lachish. Then the king heard concerning Tirhaka, king of Ethiopia, Look, he has come out to make war with you. So he again sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Thus you shall speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Do not let your God, in whom you trust, deceive you, saying, Jerusalem shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Look, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by utterly destroying them, and shall you be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered those whom my fathers have destroyed, Gozan and Haran and Rezeph, and the people of Eden who were in Telassar? Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad, and the king of the city of Sarabim, Hena, and Eva? And Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord God of Israel, the one who dwells between the cherubim, you are God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, you have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. And hear the words of Sennacherib, which he has sent to reproach the living God. Truly, Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste the nations and their lands, and have cast their gods into the fire, for they were not gods but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord our God, I pray, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are the Lord God, you alone. Then Isaiah the son of Amoz sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Because you have prayed to me against Senarachim, king of Assyria, I have heard. This is the word which the Lord has spoken concerning him. The virgin, the daughter of Zion, has despised you, laughed you to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head behind your back. 
whom have you reproached and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted up your eyes on high? Against the Holy One of Israel. By your messengers you have reproached the Lord and said, By the multitude of my chariots, I have come up to the height of the mountains, to the limits of Lebanon. I will cut down its tall cedars and its choice cypress trees. I will enter the extremity of its borders, to its fruitful forest. I have dug and drunk strange water, and with the soles of my feet I have dried up all the brooks of defense. Did you not hear long ago how I made it? From ancient times that I formed it, now I have brought it to pass, that you should be for crushing fortified cities into heaps of ruins. Therefore their inhabitants had little power, they were dismayed and confounded. They were as the grass of the field, and the green herb, as the grass on the housetops, and grain blighted before it is grown. But I know your dwelling place. You're going out and you're coming in, and your rage against me. Because your rage against me and your tumult have come up to my ears, therefore I will put my hook into your nose and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way which you came. This shall be a sign to you. You shall eat this year such as grows of itself, and in the second year what springs from the same. Also in the third year sow and reap, plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them, and the remnant who have escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward. <clears throat> For out of Jerusalem shall go a remnant, and those who escape from Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Therefore thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he shall not come into this city nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor build a siege mound against it. By the way that he came, by the same shall he return, and he shall not come into this city, says the Lord. For I will defend this city to save it, for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And it shall came to pass on a certain night that the angel of the Lord went out, and killed in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000. And when people arose early in the morning, there were the corpses all dead. So Sennacherib king of Assyria departed and went away, returned home and remained at Nineveh. Now it came to pass, as he was worshipping in the temple of Nisroch his god, that his sons Adramelech and Sharzar struck him down with the sword and they escaped into the land of Ararat. Then Eschadon, his son, reigned in his place. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven.
praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the epistle of Titus. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of our God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to man. But avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and useless. Reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition, knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self-condemned. When I send Artemis to you, or Tychicus, be diligent to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter hit there. Send Zanus, the lawyer, and Apollos on their journey with haste, that they may lack nothing. And let our people also learn to maintain good works, to meet urgent needs, that they may not be unfruitful. All who are with, with me greet you. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy household, the church, in continual godliness, that through thy protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly giving to serve thee in good works, to the glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, of all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just a few quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, our passage from Second Kings here is interesting, is that we get our first appearance of Isaiah in the, the, the narrative of Kings. And this is interesting because of, you know, his, his prophecy, his proclamation is very consistent with what we see in, in Isaiah. Um, and so we see these, these connections here. We also have a lot of connections in our Old Testament lesson with the historical record outside of the Bible. We have reliefs in the city of the Assyrians where Sennacherib has, you know, set up monuments to himself and talked about how great he is and how he laid besiege to Jerusalem. But one thing that's never mentioned is him actually taking over the city because it didn't happen as we see here. And we also have connections with the, the Greek historian Herodotus writing about this. And what he says is that a a plague of rats entered into the camp of the Assyrians and destroyed all their equipment. But this could also be a, an allusion to, to a plague that, that 
visited them itself on the Assyrians and resulted in something like the bubonic plague taking them out of the equation. And we also have what is described in our chapter here, the 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 king of the the um, Ethiopians. And it's interesting is that this king is actually one of we now call him the the king of the uh, the land of Cush, and we know that he was actually sat on the throne of the Egyptians, and was one of the, they call him the 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 Cushite pharaohs who ruled Egypt for about a hundred years, which is interesting in that Sennacherib's you know guys are taunting Jerusalem, saying you can't defeat us, you can't go for help for the for to the Egyptians because they can't help you. You're being foolish in thinking this. And yet the Egyptians are, are back there actually attacking the Syrians and pulling troops away from the siege of Jerusalem. And so we see all the, this, this, this confluence of things. And, you know, it's also interesting in, we see in, you know, Second Chronicles, this talking about King Hezekiah and Apparently, according to, to Chronicles, the before Hezekiah had ascended to the throne, they had shut down the temple. They'd actually closed his doors and stopped even celebrating the, the Passover, what Moses told them to continually do in remembrance. They had stopped doing that, and Hezekiah reinstituted it and actually reached out to the northern kingdom and invited people to come to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover, and it did not wind up connecting the, the two kingdoms. Most people did not take him up on this offer, but he was reaching out. And if there's a spiritual lesson for us to take away from, from our passage today, it's that no matter how much we screw up, we can still go to God. You know, the southern kingdom has been messing up just as bad as the northern kingdom in very different ways. And the kingdom of Judah has turned away from God. And in Hezekiah, we see this returning to, to God. And he goes to God and goes to God's chosen prophet, Isaiah here, for help. And there is always help for us available in God. And especially because we have that special relationship with Christ in and with him. So, you know, not all of us are kings worrying about invasion, but each of us has things that we need to bring to God. Things that, And we are not ourselves worthy to ask of these things, but God is gracious to us as we did our, our New Testament lesson. It's of his great mercy that he, he brings us into his family and wants that relationship with us, no matter how much we've screwed up in the past. He is willing to listen to us and wants to help us in the best way possible. But we actually have to go and do that. We have to enter into his holy places and we have to talk to him and another lesson here from our Old Testament lesson is that he goes to Isaiah here. We can go to other people. We can go to the saints. We can go to our fellow Christians 
who are part of the body of Christ and go to them for help. Go to God for help. And that's some, just some thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways and unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Hi, everybody. Bye, Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday. Bye.